The Dave Nemo Radio Show and Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, are in Columbus, Ohio for the 2023 National Truck Driving and National Step Van Championships hosted by the American Trucking Associations. This is a special podcast series highlighting the people and happenings of NTDC 2023. From Columbus, here's Greg Thompson. All right, we're on the floor of the NTDC with Eddie Pennington and Tim Taylor. Tim, we were talking offline and you said, you gotta talk to Eddie. Yeah, that's right. And you're a podcaster too, so you and I are gonna co-host this thing, right? Okay. So why is it that we need to talk to Eddie? He is the professional driver that you really wanna talk to. Eddie is actually a role model to me. He's always been that guy that helps me pay it forward whenever I have a question. He's been there for me. He's a friend. He's a co-worker. He's just a great guy. So I think everybody needs to know who Eddie Pennington is. All right. And with that, Eddie, tell us about your career. You're here at NTDC. How many years have you been here? Now, this is my 12th year. I've been competing since 1998. Started driving back in 1976 in the freight business. Been a great career. The competitions that I've competed in, the first year I was really nervous. Safety man kept pushing me to do it. Finally I did it, and the biggest regret of doing it the first year, I wish I had done it sooner. I would have had more years of maybe being here. I always thought I was safe, but it made a better driver out of it. I learned a lot from it. And I took it back to my daily routine of a job. I feel like it makes anybody that does this makes them a better driver, a better safety driver, a more professional. Like I said, we pay it forward, helping others out, because I want to see other drivers do just as well as I have done in the past doing this stuff. I want to see them succeed. So you said 1976. My math is correct, 47 years, is that correct? Yeah. So 47 years as a professional driver. Talk to me about what got you into it in the beginning and what has kept you in it for 47 years. Well, I guess you know how they say you follow the steps of your father or something. When I was a young kid, he was a fireman. I wanted to be a fireman, just like my daddy. And then after he retired, he went into doing some trucking and that stuff. So I ended up following him in the trucking industry. Started my first job, part time on the freight dock. That kind of got me, I enjoyed it. It was just something we enjoyed. And then finally when I got to driving, it was like I wanted to drive. So I just wanted a good drive. I was, you see the trucks running up and down the highway and all that, and my dad drove, and it's like, you see the trucks at night with the lights shining and going down the road, it was like, one day I'm gonna be doing that. And my sister used to laugh at me, but when I started doing it, she says, if you put your mind to it, you can do what you want. I drove for 22 years before I did my first state TDC. They said, you're a rookie. I'm thinking, 22 years? I mean, I'm not a rookie, but I was a rookie at doing that. But staying in it, I love driving. You get to see so much of the scenery and all, it's just beautiful. Going to work, doing my job, first thing you do, you, know, you always put safety first, because who do you want to come home to see? You leave the house, you want to come back home to the house. You want to see your wife, you want to see your kids. I did nights for a pretty good time, but it worked out great because the schedule I had, they was going to bed when I went to work, I was going to bed when they got up and went to school, so we had that gap in the afternoon had a lot of time to spend with my kids. Talk golfing, love to play golf. It's one of my big hobbies. Playing on next year, probably playing a lot more and a lot different courses that I can get to. So, 47 years, how many million safe miles? Over four million. That's amazing. We need to take a moment and pause and really just soak that in. So, you've been out there on the road for how long? Over 30 years. How many million? Over 2.8 million. So, he's got you almost <laughs> double. 2.8 is a ton, brother. Yeah. 
Yeah. But when I hear four million, and that's the second time I've heard that, meeting people, I met a car hauler one time that did four million. Eddie, that's amazing. I've just enjoyed driving, I guess. It's just staying in it. It's the love and the passion of the industry. The camaraderie of the drivers out here. It's your friends, your family. It's another part of your family coming to these things here. I'm not coming for the competitiveness and stuff. I'm coming to see my family. It's a family reunion to me. I've been competing at state level since 98. This is my 12th national. Once I started the first year after I did this first state in 98, I've started coming every year. For the year when COVID came, those two years was rough. I mean, you didn't get to go see your family, even at state level. At your state, that's the first step. You got to get through that to get to here. But I've got so many friends in the state all over from different companies. When we come to these things, it's like coming to a family reunion. You're glad to see everybody. And I've seen a lot of kids that I've known from drivers through the years now that have grown up from in diapers to now. One of them's actually working for the governor in Florida now. That's amazing to see the little kids from that to where they've grown up and getting their own families now. Tim, you looked over, I see admiration, respect. Talk about that for a minute and how he inspires you. Oh, Eddie Pennington. The first time I met Eddie, Eddie does not need a stranger. If he's your friend, he's your friend. What he has is yours. Eddie has helped me throughout the years at these TDCs. He's shared with me tips, tricks. We've actually practiced together. Eddie's just a giving person. I mean, 47 years driving, over 4 million safe driving miles. I got all the respect in the world for him. Thank you. Eddie, what's your secret to staying safe for 4 million safe miles? Well, number one, like I said, you put safety first. Your goal is to come home. You go to work, you make sure your truck is ready to go on the road, everything's right, you do your proper pre-trips. When you get out on the road, you obey all your traffic laws, you stay safe, you, you keep moving your eyes and watching everything around you. That is the most important thing because things are changing. You got to keep your eyes moving. And, and like I said, number one, stay calm, stay patient. Don't get mad road rage. When me and a friend, we had a thing saying, we call it FIDO. Just forget it, drive on. Don't let them get you involved in any kind of road rage. Just forget it. Relax, lay back and drive. And there's times you get in traffic all bunched up. There's times I've just pulled off the interstate stop sign and go and get back on. I want to stay safe and I don't want to be bunched up. Safety is first in my book. One of the things over the years I've talked to a lot of million mile safe drivers and want to bounce this off you guys is that thing I've heard is be patient, take your time, keep distance and when you're tired get off the road. Right. If you do those three things that's right you're gonna have a good chance. Okay. But the key is for all of it is just be patient and take a breath. Be patient first. Another thing is, like I said, we have different work schedules. There's always get your proper rest. Try to stay healthy. That's another thing I've always tried to do. You got to stay in good health. And it's not easy out there on the road. It's not really easy, but don't just park up by the building. Park out in the back. My wife jokes me a lot. She says, we'll go to a store. I don't park up by the store. I park out way in the parking lot. Why do that? We're going to get a little exercise right. every time you get out the truck and walk around. Get your blood flowing because my sister-in-law's nurse and all that, she always said, you don't sit in the truck, stay in it, you get out of it and walk around. When you're sitting all day, you got to get out and move around. It's a safety thing too. Keeps you alert. Tim told me that you're ready to retire, right? Next year sometime I am going to be giving it up. I want to retire while I'm young enough, go and enjoy things that we've always wanted to do. I know I'm probably going to miss it, but 
not going to be away from it. I will be coming back and seeing things like the state competitions. I will be going, and they have those. Earlier today, we were sitting at the stands. I looked over at my wife. She had tears coming down. That's what's wrong. She just said, I realize this is our last one. She loves it as much as I do. I mean, that's another thing. When you get a wife to come to Nationals, that wife is going to be behind that driver pushing him to come back. Her and my family have been one of my biggest inspirations because they have helped and supported me and when it comes to studying and all that. We studied a lot all together and it's helped us all out. So your wife is your study buddy? And she's come over and helps me practice. Her and fears is just me and her and my son was out there practicing and I'd be in the air-conditioned truck. They're out there in Florida in 90, 100-degree heat. Watching, walk around, doing that, all the measuring. And that's the thing is that it takes a group. If you're going to make it to this level, right. right, it takes your wife and your kids to get out on a Saturday or a Sunday. You have to do that extra effort. As you said, it's a celebration. This whole event is a celebration of safety. It's a celebration of professional drivers. And it's an accomplishment of everybody that can get here. But folks don't realize what it takes to get here. It takes a little work. You get out of it what you put into it, but it's rewarding. I mean, the reward is. Like I said, after you've been so many times, and even at the state level, friendships that we make. I mean, when I retire, everybody ends up from all over the country. They say, well, when you're in our state, stop by and see us. you got to stop and see us. And I plan on stopping and seeing a lot of these people. Tim, when you hear Eddie talk about what he just shared, how does that strike you? I was just thinking about what Eddie said, and I've actually witnessed it because I've been down with him, and I've seen Kim out there where we practice at, and she's right out there, and she is that support. There's a lot of families that come to these events, but what a lot of people don't realize, behind every driver out there on the course, there's family and friends that's kind of helped them get to this point. So they're making sacrifices also. And when he talks about that, with me being an eyewitness to it, it inspires me too. And that's why I look up to Eddie. That's why I have so much respect for Eddie. He looks up to me because he's shorter than me too. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. Now, Tim, you talked about it before we got rolling. You've been going to the Georgia State competition for a number of years. You want to try to get out here and compete, right? Right, absolutely. I've actually hit second, third place in the tanker and three axle and actually won the written test award in Georgia. And that's all due to Eddie and I. Eddie and I studied together, so we bounce stuff off of each other a lot. But yeah, I'm trying to get to this level right here. And I'm sure one day I will be right out there. And even after Eddie retires, I'm sure he'll be here watching me. Here's something else, folks, that we want to share. Tim is a course announcer this year, so you've made it to Nationals as a member of America's Road Team, and you're doing the course announcing. Talk to us about that experience. Oh, it's absolutely fun. It's a blast. Getting to read the bios of all the drivers, I was actually reading through them, and I'm just amazed at how many of the drivers here have so many millions of safe driving miles. I quit using the word accident-free. I like to call it safe-free driving miles. Because they are safe. And that's what got them here. Eddie was spoke to it earlier. It makes these drivers better. Something to look forward to competing at state level, competing at national. It just makes you a better driver all around. We have a lot of safety devices on our vehicles, but the most important safety device that we have is the driver him or herself. Well, we're sitting here and you guys are both at FedEx Freight. I'd miss an opportunity if I didn't 
give you guys an opportunity to talk about what it means to have your company behind you because I know FedEx Freight does invest a lot of time, opens up a lot of things for you guys to be able to practice. They encourage you. Talk to us about the support of your company. Well, number one, without the support of the company, I don't think any driver would really have a chance to be here. It takes the support of any company for their drivers. It's from the time you start signing up and management and all the safety people trying to get you to sign up. It starts there, getting you involved. And then with me, I try to get other drivers involved, trying to talk to them. I've had other drivers in our terminal I have gotten involved. After they did it, they hung around for a while. Some of them, they just said they have other obligations, so they didn't come, but it made them a better driver. But the company is behind us all the time. And then with everything FedEx does for us, I mean, it's not only just for us, it's what FedEx does for our wives and family while we're at these functions. And that's another thing. It makes them women push their husbands, you know, you're going to practice and you're going to study. <laughs> Go in the computer room and start studying. And without the company support, really, it's all companies supporting this function. I mean, you take all the sponsors. Those are all companies that sponsor this thing. Without the sponsors and the companies, we don't have this. You know, remind us the division that you're competing in and you're going to be out there tomorrow on Friday, is that correct? Yeah, I'm going to be driving into Twins class. I first started competing the first year I started it. I was in the Twins. Did it for a few years. Then I got out of that and went into different classes and I won the different classes. It was a national. And I just told everybody that when I go back into Twins, it's my last year. And when I signed up for Twins this year, everybody started, is it your last, is it your last? And I said, yes, it is. And now they're, man, you don't need to, get, come on, do it again, do it again. I said, well, I said I'm not Tom Brady. <laughs> but I told some today, I'm changing my name to Tom Brady next year, so I'll be back. <laughs> so you've had a chance to walk the course. I was out there earlier today, in sleeper with Wayne Crowder. It's a tight course, so we're not giving away secrets, but how do you prepare for this going out in Nationals? And, Talk about your process uh, of getting ready. Practicing and practicing and practicing. We drive every day. And someone asked me one time, when do you practice? I said, I practice year round. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, well, I drive every day. I practice left side of the truck, right side of the truck. When I stop, I can do a front stop and back stop. When you make a turn, you can always practice while you're doing your regular job. But now here walking the course, we walk it. A lot of, man, this a lot of room here. It looks real big. Well, this is going to be easy. <laughs> now, when you climb up into the cab of that truck, you got 70 feet of rig, that course ain't that big. <laughs> this rig's well, that's the first thing Wayne said to me, and he hadn't had the benefit of walking it. So do you make notes? Because I imagine you got to process a lot of things, and when you get in that truck, you probably just like a batter getting into the batter's box, right? You got all this training, you want to just clear your mind, right? You get in it. Years ago, I used to get real nervous about getting on the course and all, except for one year in Florida, we did it outdoors. I got in the truck, and it started raining. And I'm thinking, oh man. I told myself, I said, you've been driving all week in the rain. So I turned the wipers on, turned the radio on, and I said, they're gonna measure me in the rain. I started driving, I started laughing, because they're gonna have to come out and walk in the rain and do all my measuring. <laughs> they're gonna get wet, I'm not. And everybody asked me why I was laughing. I said, well, it's kind of funny that I'm in this warm truck. But you prepare yourself. I tried to tell everybody, get in the truck and drive the truck. You do it every day. We get in a truck and drive every day, but we don't have all the traffic out here around us. Out here every day, we want to stay away from things. Now we're told to get as close as we can without hitting it. But when you do that, when you get back in the truck, you're in your first competition. It's like you learned a whole new thing about your truck, the dimensions of it and all. You just know what you can and can't do. It's like, it just changes. Tomorrow when I get in the truck, I'm just gonna get in it. Remember all my little things that I've had through the years of the different equipment and all that, and you just go and execute it. Mom says you can't win them all, but you can try. Just give it your best effort, and you just get out there and drive the truck. 
Well, and one of the things that's so cool about this competition is it's all champions. And on Saturday, there's the parade of champions. You're going to be walking through that, and you know that this is the last time you're coming to NTDC. So have you thought about that at all, about taking that walk with all of your fellow champions? Well, no, I really haven't. It really ain't sunk in. I know it's going to be at the last minute when it comes down to the banquet and all, knowing this is my last. I'm just going to have to remember all the good times, all the friends and family that I've made out here, with all the competitors and the camaraderie of it. I know I'm going to miss it. Just like at State, when I gave my speech at the end of the thing, it was like I told them, I said, I might be not competing, but I will be around. Y'all will be seeing me. That's because it's in my blood. So Tim, first of all, I want to thank you so much for bringing Eddie over and introducing me and allowing Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, to share Eddie's story, share his perspective. Eddie's going to be retiring soon. Yeah, yeah. So just thinking back about it over the years that I've been practicing and getting to know Eddie. Eddie, you've been a great friend to me, and I know I'm going to be leaning on you a lot after the fact when you leave. Well, you're never leaving. But when you're not competing, I'm glad I don't have to compete against him. <laughs> but yeah, I want to thank you for everything that you've invested in me and invested in the time that we've had together. I want to see you out there on the course. So I'll be out I've there. I always want to see you out there on that course. That mean a lot. I know me and you worked on a database for years. Right. And you're probably sitting here thinking that it's all on you now. You still might have to order me a book. I'm going to have more time to do some of the database. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. I may have to pay you a little bit of money, right? Yeah, I might do some income. Have you won a national? I've come in second, third, and I've won the free trip award at nationals. That's amazing in and of itself. Well, back in them days when I won the pre trip, we used to do driving one day and the pre-trip the next. I knew I didn't do well on the course that day. This was like my second or third time being at Nationals. I told my wife that night in the motel that I got a pre-trip tomorrow. I said, but I know I didn't do good. I'm not going to be on stage. So you know what? I said, I'm not going home empty-handed. There's something I can go after. I said, I'm going after it tomorrow. I went out and did my pre-trip. I didn't know I wanted it until that banquet. It kind of shocked me, but I went home with something. So you got uh, called up on stage. That just ignited another fire under me. Don't give up. I try to tell all of the competitors, just because you don't think you did good on the test, hey, there's backroom points. Those backroom points means a lot. Study when it comes to the pre-trip. Practice and study. Do your pre-trip every day. Look for things that's not familiar. And then when you get on the course, just do what you do every day. Drive the truck. Hang with everybody there. But there's always something you can go home with. You're going home with something. You're going to go home with some pride that you made it this far. And it is a proud thing. No matter if you don't win, yes, you're kind of down on yourself. But then next year when it comes time, you're right back in the mix of it. You're going for the state, you're gonna go work for it again. And you just know, if I work a little harder, I have a better chance. You're retiring, and Tim and all the folks that are younger than Tim and everybody's coming up, advice to Tim is he's the guy in his generation there by carrying this industry forward because it's gonna take top professional drivers like Tim and everybody else that's here in the industry, folks that are trying to aspire to the standards that you've set, any words you can share with Tim and our listeners about trying to do the job? Like I said, I first got into the industry. There's a few drivers that took me under their wings. Talking about we're going way back. We didn't have the fancy equipment we got today, but it's, it's a lot nicer. I remember driving in the truck without no power steering, no air conditioning on. You were driving pre-deregulation. There's not many of you guys that can say that. The industry has changed a whole lot. For a lot of things, it's for the better. It's good. But tool man, your friendship has meant a lot. Like I said, we've done a lot of practicing and studying together, and our friend 
dump right. that was pushing us both to help each other. And I know Toolman's going to take, he's already done it in Valdosta. He takes the wings over there and he takes all the guys at his terminal and he works with them and helps them. He helps them any way he can. And I know he'll pay it forward. Absolutely. Yeah. He's already taking people in the wings and that's what we need. We need the professional drivers out here to take the new guys that's coming into this industry, take them under our wings, talk to them, get them to do things, everything right, and put safety first. Because number one, you want to get home to your family no matter what. It's been a great industry. I've always enjoyed your truck. Wow. What a conversation, guys. Yeah. So grateful for this. And congratulations, Eddie, on a wonderful career. Thank Good you. luck to you tomorrow. Tim, thank you so much for bringing him over and look forward to hearing you announcing. Absolutely, absolutely. And thank you for having us on here. And thank you. I do want to say one last thing. Eddie mentioned Stump, but it's our friend. His name was Greg Sams. He has passed, but he actually poured a lot into both of us. It's a team effort. It is a team effort. Thank you, Eddie. I appreciate it. Thanks for spending part of your day with Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo's coverage of NTDC 2023. Check back with us on podwheels.com for more of our podcast features as we work to take you inside the championship event. You can also keep up with all the episodes of this special event series by subscribing to this podcast. Just search National Truck Driving Championships and hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.